One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. Lightworker, this episode is quite different from the previous ones in the sense that it's not entirely about spirituality. It's about taking your spiritual message and sharing it with the world in a more impactful way. Something you may not know about me is that I'm very passionate about helping lightworkers leave their muggle jobs and follow their life purpose more fully. And that usually involves starting your own spiritual business. 
I haven't shared this online before, but I have a master's degree in business management from one of the leading business schools in the UK, the Imperial College Business School. So I'm all about striking a balance between spirituality and physicality. Because let's face it, although we are love and light, we are love and light expressed in physical form. We didn't come here to just be, know and feel our light. We came here to work our light in physical, practical ways that create real palpable change in the world. And that involves using the marketing and business tools that we're given to create some magic with our light in the world. This is what true alchemy is all about. So in this episode, I have with me Fab Giovanetti, who is a very hard-based influencer coach and a friend of mine, to teach us about ways we can use to amplify our message and share it in a more impactful way with the world. In this episode, you're going to learn what influence and being an influencer really mean, you're going to find out the type of influencer you are, and then we dive into the six habits that all successful influencers have that will allow you to create positive change with your message in the world. You're also going to learn how to build credibility in your industry, as well as how to create a thriving community online that spreads your message for you. You're going to love this episode with Fab Giovanetti. She has such a heart-based way to share about business, about marketing, about being an influencer. If you'd like to join me live for one of the episodes of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, these are recorded live on Instagram, so be sure to follow me at George Lizos. And also, come hang out with me in my free private Facebook group for lightworkers called Your Spiritual Toolkit, where I share daily tools and guidance that you can use to find, follow, and fulfill your life purpose. Alrighty, enjoy this fab episode with Fab Giovanetti. I have with me Fab Giovanetti, who is the founder of the Health Bloggers Community and the co-founder of the Health Blog Awards. Through the Health Bloggers Community and her online mentoring, she touched over 100,000 people from all over the world. As a qualified health coach and personal trainer, she strives to learn and push herself. And as a serial entrepreneur, she's always looking for new ways to support people to grow their impact. Fab's book, Make an Impact, is out now and published by That Guy's House. Fab, it's so wonderful to be here with you. Hello, pumpkin. I miss our singing town in London of uh, Moulin Rouge, <laughs> our little medleys. First of all, congratulations for launching your book yesterday. I was following your stories on Instagram and really loved um, following through all the fun that you were having karaoke the night before and then all the sparkle. It was really sparkly, wasn't it? There was a lot of unicorn farts. That's what we call the glitter. <laughs> they just like, look like farts. And I was like, brilliant. Oh, really? I didn't know that that, that that was a point behind that. Wow, I love that. What's the point behind it? <laughs> That's the official name. Oh my God. Well, it matched perfectly with the, the sparkle of the book. I dressed in, uh, in yellow as well in honor of your book's cover, which is yellow as well. Thank you so much. So Fab, I want to start with, I want to go back to the beginning. What got you interested and started on your path to helping other entrepreneurs and wellness businesses 
start developing their influences and therefore make an impact with their message? What is the story behind that? Uh, the story behind that is the story of a need, uh, the need of a friend actually at the time who wanted a group of people that could come together and talk about green juice when green juice wasn't a cool thing in London. So we go back five years, six years now. And one of the things that I said in the book and I kind of prized myself to do is listening. I'm quite good at listening and just kind of like things get stuck in my head and I'm like, you know, I could do that. That's what I usually do, which can be also my corporate a lot of the time. I was like, I can do that. And so basically, it all started with the community itself. That's where the great things start. And the community itself, I saw that there was this common thread since we started, which was a very small Facebook community. Twitter and Facebook, bizarrely enough, was a Twitter chat at first. Um, hello, people. Sorry, I just like to see people say, hi, hello. Uh, I'm not used to Instagram, it's been a while. Um, but yeah, so basically this community and I was like, the common thread is that everybody wants to make an impact. Everybody, oh, something happened. <laughs> everybody wants to make an impact. Everybody wants to make a difference uh, in people's lives. And that's kind of like what I realized. And I was like, okay, so this is the influence. And then once, two years ago, influence became actually an industry with the inf influences. I realized there was something that was shifting. And that's when I was like, okay, this is all well and groovy. People are starting to turn it into income, a business, something different. But what is the real, what is the importance of influence? Where, what is actual influence? And are we kind of losing ourselves in all the, you know, the cool things and we're kind of missing the point. And that's where, how I started helping people and that's how things have changed since then. I think it's so important you're speaking out about this because, as you just said, the influencer industry is growing and it's going to keep on growing. And so many people just want to become influencers. And there is no why behind that. There is no substantial reason as to why they want to influence. So it's so important that you're bringing all this meaning into the term influencer. So based on that, what is influence in your opinion from your perspective? And what does it mean to be an influencer in an industry? So, excuse me, from my book, so there's a lot of research on geekiness because I look dashing with this hat, but I'm actually a geek. So I love, I love to read boring stuff and make it fun. That's kind of like how the book works, basically. And uh, that's what I did. And when I was reading about influence, you know, you kind of realize that influence at the end of the day is nothing more than something linked to our psychology as human beings. We are influenced. We are made to influence people at the same time. It kind of all works in together, doesn't it? So at the end of the day, influence is pretty much as a need as it is, like, you know, needs and behaviors and, and values. And the fact that influence is part of that means that objectively we can influence people without realizing. And that's where I found it interesting that now influencer is a thing. And he is perceived in a way which I kind of don't agree with. So answering to your question, I will go slightly away from what people consider influencers now, which is people on Instagram that post pretty pictures. Basically. Nothing wrong with that. I do post pretty pictures on Instagram myself. But as you said at the beginning is the why, which is sometimes what's lacking. And this is what I kind of wanted to ex explore. Uh, how can we re redefine influence in a way that makes sense to us especially with the industry that i work with as you said which is our industry health and wellness there's spirituality as well for myself obs um but what i realized is that influence at the end of the day means uh 
in, again influencing not only the words but like influencing the decision of some people in era of their life so if you're in health and wellness you're going to influence their decisions when it comes to health and wellness and especially their own health and what they want to do so what are you gonna do uh in order to make that happen and this should be your why and so basically coming back with the reason why you want to help people um, because everybody influences everybody, whether you like it or not. So an influencer objectively is somebody who can influence people in a way or another. We all are. And uh, people that are more persuasive, so persuasion comes in, are the best influencers. And it can also be your friend, it can be your soccer mom, it can be anybody. But when you have a wider uh, platform, that's when the issues come in, because you have more responsibility, and that's the problem. Like Peter Parker style, great power, great responsibility kind of thing. It's so important that you mention responsibility because I think that's what, what that's the shift between influencing as a hobby and influencing because you're human basically and making that your business and being a public figure is you have the responsibility to the people that are following you and therefore you should present yourself a certain way. What is the balance between being authentic and being careful about what to share and what not to share? To me, it comes to your personal boundaries. I was talking to this uh, with Hannah again, like plug alert, uh, when I was in Anna's podcast, and like, because again, I've known, I've, like, I've known you, I've known Hannah Bear for like five years, so I've known her since forever. So we talk a lot. We're like best friends, so we talk a lot about stuff. And uh, one of the things that we realize is that at the end of the day, a lot of people that are influencers also will talk about things that I wouldn't feel comfortable because of where I'm sitting talking about, right? So I'm authentic to myself because I'm like, listen, my private life right now, I just don't want to share as much. I don't care. It's just like, I like to share. I realize that I feel comfortable. I feel like I'm more so of use and service when I'm sharing certain things and not other. I'm still authentic. I'm not going to tell you that I have, mm. um, you know, that I have a husband and I live in LA if I'm not. So that, that would be kind of like not really showcasing. I'm not going to tell you that I'm not having a bad day. The fact that I don't want to show myself crying when I'm having a bad day shouldn't be something that makes me less authentic. So the balance is not, there's not really a right or wrong, is whatever fits you in a way that makes you feel comfortable because at the end of the day, you should be, I realize that I'm the first person to want to be given too much sometimes because givers are like this empath. Um, but um, you should still protect yourself first because otherwise you're not able to serve people the best, right? And that's kind of how I see them. There's not right or wrong, it's all your boundaries. And once you set your boundaries, as long as you're honest, authenticity is not uh, you know, how much you show of yourself or how much you do before and after pictures, it's not that. To me, this is what I've seen. And it makes people more comfortable, it makes people feel less the pressure that they already have anyways. That makes so much sense. You just said your boundaries as to what areas of your life you want to share online and you share those areas very authentically where you keep the other ones privately. Perfect distinction there. Thank you for that. Now, in the book, you talk about three different types of influencers, specifically social influencers, peer influencers, and brand champions. Could you just let us know what these three types of influencers are? These are terms I haven't really heard before. And it, it, it really interests me to find out exactly what kind of influencers people are and what and how we can find out what kind of influencer we can be in our industry. Awesome. I would say that um, if you are listening, probably if you're listening to this, 
you are a social influencer as much as you you know as much as you kind of want to be you can also be a brand champion in a way but um basically social influencers are i would say almost the uh, audience for the book because social influencers is anybody who has an audience online they can influence throughout um objects with a social media or any social way you know that can be mostly is social media or content creation of content so social influencers is mainly us you know like take incredible selfies and amazing instagram stories and we're just gonna really probably do that on top of all the other content that we create in order to serve people so that's kind of it now the thing with um peer influencers is kind of like is the buddies <laughs> It's like the easiest one, and it's actually peer influencers, as I mentioned in the book, again, Geek Alert, are the ones that are most influential. It's kind of funny, there's a study that says that you're actually more likely to be, which I mentioned in the book, you're actually more likely to be influenced by your acquaintances than your close friends, because it's almost like there is an extra level of separation that still gives you the idea, like, this person that I kind of admire, there's a bit more admiration for like people that you kind of know, I think it's one of those things like the more you know somebody, the more you see vulnerabilities, the less you can idolize them. It sounds really crude, but that's what it is sometimes. But yeah, peer influences are friends or acquaintances. And uh, people that are in your circles, like again, the soccer moms, like mom groups are crazy. I, used, I was in a mom group just because it was a local group where I used to live. Man, this woman. Like the, the amount of like, like decision making they can make and they can convince all of them to just change like, you know, a nappy brand. Like, it's crazy. Uh, literally, like, in serious shit, right? It's, just, it's crazy. Um, but these are, are very powerful influencers. So it's usually friends, family, acquaintances, lo lo local kind of influencers. Brand champions, a lot of them are usually people that work or um, interact, I suppose, with a brand or a company. And uh, so brand champions, my main example is the employees uh, that I make a lot, uh, are incredible people to have if you are the owner of a company. Or if you are, you know, if you are part of a brand, these are great people to tap into because these are, well, even customers, that's the other one, obviously. Um, so that will come really handy if you're a light worker or if you're like a spiritual teacher and you have people that you've supported. These people are actually very strong influencers as well. So when you think about it, social influencers are probably the ones, comparatively speaking, with the least influence, which is kind of like interesting. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So interesting. I love the distinction between the three and the different levels and dimensions that each three types of influencers, they can function. And at the same time, they can work um, together 
So someone could be all three kind of influencers in a way. Um, now, I want to dive into the six habits of influencing that you talk about in the book. And I want you to give us just like the main message behind that so that people can have a takeaway uh, from that and they can later on uh, get your book, make an impact so they can apply all that and dive deeper into it. And by the way, I love all the geeky stuff because I'm the same way. I, I, like, I read a lot, like research, blah, 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 blah. And then I come on with a reindeer hat and just <laughs> explain, it, <laughs> explain it in an easier way to people. So I really appreciate what you've done with that. Okay, so let's start with the six habits we need to develop to create positive change with our message and be an influencer within our industry. So the first one is have a mission that feels uncomfortable. Why uncomfortable? Okay, one thing that I would like to say, sorry, just, just to kind of like explain before I go into the habits, that the habits weren't just me being smug. That's the other thing I want to say, just to explain before I get into them, is actually uh, through a study that I carried out. I explained in the book how the study was carried out. So the social influences that I mentioned, these are the guys that helped me uh, prove and also disprove some habits that I thought were going to be that. So all of these little guys are actually things that through sentences and a massive survey that I did with two different sets of people, they showed to be the ones that were actually the habits that people will, um, were actually, you know, going through and, and carrying on and continuously doing. Just to explain, but when you read a book, you will see actually who these people are. So number one, uncomfortable. Why uncomfortable? Because it has to challenge you. Because what doesn't challenge you, this sounds literally like, I have a lot of quotes in the book. I like quotes and like little like snappy things. What doesn't challenge you doesn't change you. It's kind of that idea. Um, that's why your mission should be uncomfortable because you should be able to come back to it and reassess it and think on whether you are still on that mission or the mission has changed, which a lot of people don't like to talk about as much because it's catcher to tell people to have a strong mission. It's not so sexy to tell them, you're going to change it, man. So you have to actually suck it up and just like go back to the drawing board a lot of times, and that's fine. Um, so yeah, have it uncomfortable. Make sure that you are a good storyteller. This is kind of like a few of the things that we touch. But I would say, yeah, re-challenge yourself within the reason why you do what you do. That's the takeaway from habit number one so important to to be aware that our purpose and our mission can change because we change um, some people have resistance in in accepting that because we, we don't like change i mean it's the common fear behind that but uh, that's such an important takeaway and um, the second habit is diversify your portfolio what do you mean by that i like to use sexy words like portfolio so much goodness but I'm, I'm, i'll try i'm quite impressive so i'll try and bring it out from the audio as well if needed um because if you want to be an influencer see this is kind of where the social influencers come in because obviously if you are the soccer mom it doesn't really matter as much but if you're a social influencer and you also have let's say like a light worker you have ways you want to influence you have to be wise enough to open up your horizon and kind of like um, widen your horizon, that's the one, and kind of like find different things that will work for you because the world changes like we change, right? And uh, some things will become obsolete. And it can be some products, ideas, or it can be the way that we deliver these things. So even if it's just you talking about your mission, it, it might be that video is not gonna, I mean, video is the next thing and it's gonna keep on being the next thing for a while. But again, 
visuals are not the next thing anymore. Visuals are cool, great, but video is more impactful. So allow yourself to have different avenues and different ways to, if you want to use it quite generally speaking, I get into, in the book, I get into also like products and services and income. So I get quite real because I like to give people actual takeaways. But if you want to go generically speaking, even just the way you deliver your your mission and your, and your message, I suppose, you will have to diversify so that you can test different things and you can evolve them depending on how people react to them. That's such an important thing. So that's what I mean with diversifying your portfolio. That's so true. And a, a practical example is when everybody was building up really powerful um, Facebook pages and then when Facebook changed the algorithm, then all those businesses didn't know how to do. So diversification is all about just sharing our message basically on multiple platforms, one form of it, just so we have all our bases covered. Okay, so the third habit is how to build credibility within in your industry. Tell us more about that. How do we do it? What is the biggest takeaway behind it? The biggest takeaway uh, that I can say, just because even, bef even before telling you how you can do it, the spoiler alert is that how you can do it is just learning, which will come back in habit number five anyway. They're all linked, which is quite obvious. But the most important, the reason, the thing that people struggle the most is why. And I'll explain you why you have to build that kind of like credibility. Because in our industry, it's a bit easier. But I think I come from an industry that is very much health and wellness. There's a bit less of the spirituality side of it, which means a lot of them are nutritionists. A lot of these people are PTs. So um, you have people's health you know, actually in your hands. And this is why, you know, people have started to be a bit more wary about this kind of stuff. But generally speaking, I would say you have to do it because of the trust that you're building. So you want to build trust with your people. So credibility helps with trust. I talk about the three, which I'm not going to tell you all three here, but the three elements that kind of come into that credibility, expertise and experience. And um, one of them is trust and trustworthiness and building trust, which is kind of makes sense. So uh, when you do that, the most important thing is that building trust means that if you fail or if you make a mistake, people are going to be more understanding. So building mm -hmm. credibility is not just sexy because of like weird acronyms that you can put next to your name. Nothing wrong. I know how much people work for those, but it's not just that. It's also the fact that people will trust you and people will understand if you make mistakes because I made loads. I make loads and then I, you know, I delay on some deadlines because, you know, things don't work because I'm working with technology. And I have to be honest with people and be like, listen, guys, I'm doing my best here. I appreciate that you're patient. And this is the kind of thing that you can do whilst you build that credibility that comes also with expertise. And I love that. And just sharing your, um, your pitfalls and your mistakes as well just helps build that credibility because it shows people that you're not this untouchable human being, you're being real like them because we all make mistakes. Now the next one, which is my favorite one, uh, because I think it's so important in the light worker and spiritual community because we, uh, for many years, spiritual people growing up, we felt like we couldn't fit in and we felt like outcasts. So finally, when we find the power of a community, which is the next uh, habit, we just feel this sense of, uh, of togetherness and belongingness. So why is it important to develop a powerful community in order to influence and make an impact? Because we are humans and we are not supposed and designed to be by ourselves. I mean, some people like to be by themselves, but if you like to influence people, you can't have to have the people that you can influence. 
This is the short answer. The long answer is that there are so many levels and layers, including accountability, support, cheering on, cheerleading, that are very important. We kind of need to build around us, especially because an influencer by trade, as in anybody also as a public figure, you don't and you might have a bit of an entourage, but you're up one, two, three men, sure. You're not a seven, eight, twenty people, sure. So you know it's a smaller kind of thing. So I really believe that that's, that's the reason, just bringing people together uh, helps, really helps us grow. I wouldn't have one community plus a new community that I'm building up right now. I wouldn't have two communities if I didn't know that it worked. I love it. I love it. And this is what I found worked best for me is building the community is the easiest way to establish trust again with people. They're all interconnected and therefore be able to, to influence and share ideas more effectively. Now, the next one, which is what people don't like, I think, but it's the most important one, as you mentioned earlier, uh, briefly, is cultivate a learner mindset. Why is it so important to keep learning? First of all, people, you should love learning. Learning is fun. I mean, we're geeks, so I guess we kind of like go against the crowd. You're like, oh, I love learning. Um, but again, the thing that I would say is that if you don't like learning, it means you're not learning the right things or not learning the right way. As in, I love what I do. And actually, I realized that I don't mind. I like learning about nutrition or even like I'm also PT. So I love learning about things, working out. What I really love learning is like techie stuff. I love learning about marketing and stuff because that's where I'm in my in my element, like strategy planning. That's what I love. So if you find really what you enjoy learning, then you are not gonna struggle with that first. Secondly, why? Um, our second thing before I tell you the why is also how you learn is really important. So what you learn and how you learn, because we're visual, we're auditory, it can be a bit more like experience learning. There are different ways to learn figure out which one works best for you. Once you get these two things, you fix the what and you fix the why. The reason why you should learn is because, again, it allows you to grow and challenge yourself, but also it allows you to stay ahead of the game. And as an influencer, you're influencing people. Therefore, you're also going to influence them about what's going on around you. And if you want to build credibility, see everything is linked back. If you want to learn, um, gain credibility, you have to learn in order to prove people that you know what you're talking about. You can't escape that. So that's kind of, but again, I'm telling you why you need to do it, but I also told you two other things that can help you figure out what you want to learn, because once you find that it's going to be easier, and how you want to learn uh, is another really handy thing that can make it much easier for you regardless. That is so liberating that you mentioned that how you want to learn that because people learn in different ways and yet we're traumatized from like school and being forced to learn in a certain way. And many people just don't, don't enjoy learning because they feel they just have to like be in front of a book all day long or just read articles online. But we can watch videos. There's, there are podcasts like this one. There are so many diverse ways we can learn. And the final habit to making an impact and being an influencer, which I think is the habit that most influencers out there don't really follow, is being more vulnerable, which I think it is the key uh, factor to being an influencer, especially within spirituality. I don't know about wellness and, and health as well. Well, the thing is, vulnerability has a different facet, does it has different elements to it. One of the things that I don't touch fully in the book, because spoiler alert is going to be in a future one, wink, 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 
is, come on, you know me. Like, if I like doing something, I want to do 50 millions of them. It's of just course. the way, right? Uh, I, I, you know, I just touched the surface on this one because it's very important, but it's also one that can get a bit hyped up and misunderstood because, you know, self, self-love, I love self-love and self-care, but now it's a buzzword. So I think we don't really think about actually what it means for us also as people that work, as workers and people that work for ourselves. So vulnerability, I go back to the big thing is asking for help. And this is what I want to explore more in future books, because I think it's so important to understand how you can make yourself the most productive, understand when you're doing too much and take on stuff and take stuff, stuff off for yourself. Sorry, not take on stuff. Um, because at the end of the day, so I'm just going to shuffle myself a bit. Yeah. People don't know that they should shut up. So I'm going to get in the other corner. Guys, we'll be on the other corner. Oh God. Ah, there you go. Okay. On this side, um, now you see wood. Um, but yeah, what I wanted to say, just casually, uh, but no, what I wanted to say is that the most important thing when it comes to habit number six is that vulnerability comes in different forms. The one that I push on about a lot is asking for help and realizing when you need the support that you need, because this is one of the things that makes the dif- that is differentiated between the social influencers, who are the big group that I studied, and the highly influential people which are in the name of the book, who are the other group that was more successful and I needed to see where the differences were. And this is a big difference that they have. One of them is much more likely to ask for help and knows how to ask for help efficiently without as many reservations. That's so important. Therefore, just being realistic with ourselves and realizing when we need help, when we're liking something and just getting out of our, out of our comfort zone and asking people for that help so important and something that so many people are afraid to do because we feel like we're supposed to be perfect all the time so fab and we shouldn't where can people get the book and where can people find more about you you can find about me in the internet where all the cool kids are (laughs) if you can spell my name that's the only caveat you have to spell my name which is the issue but if you can spell it then you're safe so it's fab f-a-b G-I-O-V-A-N-E-T-T-I, which George spells beautifully, by the way, because I have Giovanetti, because you're See, Italian. Yeah, because I hear people butchering it every single day. It's like, it's, well, it's the Greek and the Italian, they can easily pronounce stuff like that. Come on. Sorry, sorry. Um, but yeah, so you can find me more on any kind of social at that handle. That's the handle is my name. And then the book is Make an Impact. And you can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles and Waterstones if you fancy. But everybody kind of goes to Amazon because we're lazy and there's one day delivery. And it's great before <laughs> Christmas as a stocking filler because it fits in stockings. So yay. <laughs> Fabulous. Fab, thank you so much for sharing this time with me. I love delving into your book and I love reading your book as well. Thank you so much for being my last lit up instagram show episode for 2018 it was a fab way to end the season and i cannot wait to see everybody in the new year as well and i can't wait to see you soon next time i'm in london yes please do and i'll bring this (laughs) even if it's marsh i'll still bring the santa hat just because just because (laughs) thank you fab have a beautiful evening bye-bye thank you bye guys Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.